from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Jeremy Harrell. Jeremy Harrell. Welcome to Live from America, ladies and gentlemen. We are broadcasting both on YouTube and Rumble right now. Yes, it is Live from America. It is June 9th, year of our Lord, 2021, and I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, but God-loving host, Jeremy Harrell. If you hear a little bit of a a noise in the background, that's just because I have a uh, fan going, because it's a little hot in my studio. We've had a heat wave here in New Hampshire lately, so I hope it's not bothering you too much. Um, I have got an amazing, an amazing show lined up for you guys tonight, not only with updates from Arizona, updates from Michigan, but also, folks, with a story about Jesus dying on the cross and a piece of information that I have never, ever had before and I've never heard in my life. But before we get there, let's give some shout-outs to the social media viewers that we have tonight. Vicki Schaefer, how you doing? Good to see you. Jamie Jennings on YouTube, how you doing? Good to see you. Greetings, Jeremy and all the other patriots. Randy Tinch, how you doing? Thank you for very much for joining in on YouTube tonight. Uh, please, folks, use this time to give the likes on YouTube. Subscribe, also over on Rumble. Give us some rumbles and copy the link and get it out there. If you're watching on either one of the apps, it's very, very simple and quick to share the video out there. Have some courage and don't be afraid about getting uh, uh, banned to spread the truth. You know what I mean? Steve Crow, wow, you still on ScrewTube. I'm actually using it as a secondary uh secondary platform in order for people to be able to have access to the show. Some people are having issues with being able to get on Rumble, and as you'll see, the show looks very different on YouTube than it does on Rumble. On Rumble, it's, it looks really nice. It's, it's the way it's supposed to be. Uh, on YouTube, with the, the, uh, the, the difference in software, I couldn't get the, uh, you know, the scrolling text at the bottom looking right, but you know what? It's there either way. I'd like to give Earl Pettit a shout-out. I sent you your, um, your envelope yesterday, Earl. Mike Staggs from South Carolina. Good to see you, buddy. Let's jump over to Rumble because Rumble, ladies and gentlemen, is where it's at. We've got Amanda Collins watching. She says, what's up? Tammy Pryor from California. Good to see you. Thank you very much. Marie from the Buckeye State of O-H-I-O is in the house. Christine from Utah. Kind of hot here in Kansas as well, somebody said. We've got Georgia watching Buffalo, New York, where Andrew Cuomo needs to go, they said. Just say no to YouTube, Mav, Eric says. Uh, Casey Maga says, I went to church. I got my, I got to play my guitar. Hey, that's awesome. That's awesome. I'm also in the, um, the worship group at my church, and I get to play drums there and percussion and wherever they need me. You know what I mean? Melissa from Utah, good to see you. Linda Metcalf from Arkansas. And how about a couple more here? Um, hi, Jeremy from Michigan. Don't forget, Brave American is offering your listeners a special discount code. Use LFA. That's right. If you go to Brave American, we highlighted them on the America Strong Companies tab on jeremyherald.com for all you guys on youtube who probably haven't been keeping up with the show we have a tab on jeremyherald.com called america strong companies and in that is basically a directory of small to medium uh, size american run companies all from patriots 
And I thought if we created something that we could spend our money in collectively, then it would help us all grow and united we stand, divided we fall, right? And yes, one of the great companies who also made me something and sent it to me here for my studio, Brave American, great company. You definitely want to check them out. Um, and if you go to the America Strong page of JeremyHerald.com, scroll down through, you will find them. Also, same for RMA, Apparel USA. If you put in the code LFA, you get 20% off store-wide. That is RMAapparelusa.com. Again, that's RMAapparelusa.com. And I'm not reading those off something I wrote. I'm reading those off the comments coming in from social media. How incredibly blessed are we? And we've got uh, Love You from Loma. Or love you, Loma from Missouri, the show me state of Missouri. Well, thank you guys all very much. Again, folks, the better, the, the more we get this out there, the more we distribute it, this, the larger life from America grows, and the more ear, um, eardrums and eyeballs are on the gospel, the truth, and a little bit of positivity. I'd also th- like to thank Alicia Wida. That's right, longtime viewer of the show. Great person, definitely a family member of ours here in the Live from America uh, community. And Alicia White has sent me an entire box full of stuff for me and my family. Literally stuff for each of the kids, my wife, myself. And uh, if, I could, uh, if I could literally sit here and show you everything, I would. But I just want to say, Alicia, I love you. God bless you. Thank you so very much. And thank you for all you guys who send me stuff. It's so kind. It's so kind of you. Some of you guys have some wicked, amazing crafts. Yes, we say wicked here in New England. Some have some wicked, amazing crafts, uh, skills, and you guys make these amazing pieces of. You know, I had people. I've had people uh, make quilts that are up on my wall over there. I've had people crochet red, white, and blue American flag blankets for me. Uh, bake amazing cookies for me. Shout out cookie cutter. You guys are all. Just really, really in tune, and I love it. And I want to thank you, Alicia Wida, so very much. I'd also like to thank Patricia A. Stephen because she sent me, and I needed one of these. I needed a mouse pad here in my studio. I didn't have one, and there we go. What a mouse pad to have, huh, for your computer? So uh, really, really high quality, well made, too. So thank you so very much to Patricia Stevens. What a great present. And I love showing you guys the stuff people send me because it's my way of honoring them. It's my way of showing the incredible things that people go out there and buy, make, design, whatever it is, and send it to, uh, to me, my wife, my kids, everybody. Um, yes, uh, Alicia says, yay, it got there. So happy. I love you all. We love you too, dear. Mwah. God bless you. I'd also like to give a big shout out to Logan. Okay? Logan, who turns 11 on guess what day? President Trump's birthday. He watches the show. We have a lot of young patriots who watch Live from America with their parents. And some of them you don't even watch it with their parents. They just watch it all by themselves. I have people that are in my children's school who watch Live from America. And that is why I always tell you, if there's some graphic scenes coming up or scenes with swear words in them, I always want to tell you guys, you know, earmuffs uh, or get your children out of the room. But soon when we jump up to uh, Real America's Voice News, you know, I'm going to have to... um, not play videos with any swear words, or beat them out before I put them on. So, you know, we all got to make that natural progression. Um, and that's that's where we're going with Live from America. So I'm super excited about that. Uh, but anyway, Logan turns 11 on, G- on June 14th, which is President Trump's birthday as well. And uh, Logan watches with his mom, Stacy, who sent me a message and said, you know what, he would love it if you said uh, happy birthday to him. So, Happy birthday, young man. Incredible, incredible job. 
you know, being having some common sense as a young American and understanding, you know, exactly what is going on in this world because so many people, even people older than me, you know, people 50, 60, 70, do not understand how this country was framed and how it's supposed to work. And the more you know, young man, the more you study these little... You can even get these little tiny constitutions. The more you study this stuff, the better off you will be and the more successful you will be in the long run. So God bless you, young man. I appreciate you and continue to honor your, uh, your mother because she's obviously got a head on her shoulders. Um, all right, folks. I'm about to blow your minds. This is why I wanted everybody to watch from the very beginning. Okay? Uh, Gloria, how you doing from Michigan? Good to see you. And uh, Kevin says, I think I'm progressing thanks to God and you guys. Well, Kevin, wait until you hear this. All right. I need a. You guys better take a drink of your coffee because this is mind blowing. This is huge. Okay. <laughs> you think you know something, right? Here we go. <clears throat> I'm going to ask all of you because I would bet that most of you that are watching this show are Christian. Okay. Now, for those who are not Christian or those who are Jewish, because we have a lot of Jewish uh, Jewish listeners as well, and, and and a lot a lot of the uh, a lot of the people in the Jewish faith know a lot more about Christianity than some Christians do. Okay, that's not me bashing Christians. That's just me stating a fact. Check this out. Let me ask you a question. Why did Jesus on the cross say, "My God, My God, why have you forsaken me"? Now, most of you will probably give the same answer or somewhat along the lines of the same answer as I would give if I was asked that question. And again, the question is, why did Jesus say, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me on the cross? My answer and most people's answer and the only answer that I've ever, ever gotten was because at that moment, that, is what, that was the precise moment that Jesus embodied sin and God turned his back on Jesus because he took the sin of the world. That is what I would answer. Isn't that what you would answer? Well, ladies and gentlemen, I'm about to rock your world and blow your mind. What was one thing that Jesus was just probably the best at, incredible at? Jesus knew his scripture. He knew his scripture. And he knew it like the back of his hand because he had to fulfill that scripture, again, we'll jump back to this in a minute, but if you were to summarize the Old Testament and the New Testament, you would say the Old Testament is God's promise to defeat our most mortal enemy, which is death. And the New Testament tells us how he did it. That would be the, most, the quickest summary that I could give you. Now, on the cross, he says, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And you would think that God turned his back on his son, but something wasn't right about that, folks. Something's not right about that. That is out of character for God. God does not turn his back on sinners. Jesus did not turn his back on sinners. So something struck me as odd there. I'm sitting there thinking to myself, wait a minute, this is not character. This is not in character. God would not turn his back on sinners. Now we're going to go back to Jesus knew his scriptures better than anybody. And as Jesus sat there, hung there on the cross, suffocating from being tortured, Literally suffocating on his own blood, punctured everything, broken everything, beaten everything. Jesus was, quote, was quoting scripture. Are you ready for this? This is going to blow your mind. While Jesus is up there suffering 
and suffocating. He actually quotes Psalm 22. And the very beginning of Psalm 22 says this, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why are you so far away when I groan for your help? Psalm, ladies and gentlemen, is the prophetic book of King David. And Psalm 22 happens to be the prophetic, uh, uh, the prophetic um, uh, chapter in which David is talking about the death of the Messiah. Hold on a minute. That's not even the, that's not even the craziest part. You move down just a little bit further to Psalm 22, 16. And it culminates with saying, My strength has dried up like sun-baked clay. My tongue sticks to the roof of my mouth. You have laid me in the dust. You have left me for dead. My enemies surround me like a pack of dogs. An evil gang closes in on me. And they have pierced my hands and my feet. They have pierced my hands and my feet. But the beginning... Of the, uh, of the verse, Psalm 22 says, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Jesus wasn't forsaken by God in the way where God turned his back on Jesus. That is not true, folks. Jesus was quoting scripture from the prophetic King David who was talking about the death of the Messiah. And he was doing it in a way to say, Do you believe me now? Do you believe me now? Ladies and gentlemen, I am thanking God Almighty today for bringing this information to me. Because my whole life, my whole life, I thought, even before I became a Christian, even hearing this as a kid, I thought that at that moment, God turned his back on Jesus because Jesus embodied sin. But again, that doesn't make any sense. That is so out of character for God to do that it doesn't make sense. But then you read Psalm 22 and then Psalm 22:16, and it's exactly what happened to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Ladies and gentlemen, can I get an amen for this? Can I get an amen? I literally started calling my pastors, people that I know, and I haven't got, and it was right before the show, and I was like, whoa, what? Like, this happened right before I went live today. This happened right before the show. Ladies and gentlemen, what does this mean? This means that it's another piece of proof that Jesus is who he says he was. Do you believe me now? Psalm 22, and then Psalm 22, 16. Go ahead and read it for yourselves. That man fulfilled scripture that day and was quoting scripture as he was suffering and suffocating. And most of us thought it was something completely different. Can I get an amen for that? I feel so happy right now. I, I don't know why I feel happy. I just do some kind of revelation. I, I, I don't know. I just feel so happy right now. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, it is time. Remove your hats if you have them on. Silence everything around you. Take a deep breath. And let's all say the Lord's Prayer together. If you can, and if you know it, 
Please say it with me now, especially in light of the fact of what I just said to you. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Amen. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I am telling you, I am mind-blown. I am absolutely mind-blown. When I read that, when I read Psalm 22, I was like, wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Whoa, 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 wait a minute. Where have I heard this before? Where have I heard this before? Boom! Just absolutely amazing. God continues to do wonderful works in my life and all of your lives. Thank Him every day, all day, for what He's given us. And now, ladies and gentlemen... We are going into the first and foremost section of today. So YouTube, are you ready? Rumble, are you ready? I'm ready. Let's get ready to rumble. Let's do it. We got another Trump win today, ladies and gentlemen. Whether they're small wins, whether they're medium-sized wins, whether they're large wins, it does not matter, okay? It doesn't matter, okay? Okay, it doesn't matter. Wins are wins. And you're going to say, Mr. President, Mr. President, please... Please stop all the winning. Stop the winning, and I'm going to say no, because the best is yet to come. Another win for President Trump, actually two wins today, but we're going to highlight one of them. He beat the Democrats again, folks, and when are they going to learn? When are they going to learn that they cannot beat President Trump? Because he beat him yet again. Today, the Department of the Interior Inspector General exonerated President Trump of any wrongdoing when it comes to clearing Lafayette Park. So we're all familiar with this, right? We're all familiar with President Trump walking down Lafayette Park, taking, you know, getting in front of the church that they were burning, okay? And then for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks, the mainstream media was just freaking out. They're just freaking out. President Trump, you, you, you hurled smoke grenades and you hurled rubber bullets at a peaceful crowd. Hmm, where have I seen that before? Democrats. Where have I seen police shooting rubber bullets and smoke grenades and flash grenades into a crowd that was doing nothing wrong? Hmm, maybe January 6th? I don't know. I'm just spitballing. But anyway, we know the entire story, right? The left freaks out. CNN freaks out. They said you cleared it. You pushed away pro- protesters when they had a right to be there so you could go do a photo op, blah, 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 blah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, believe it or not, that investigation was still going on. How many investigations are actually still going on that we don't know about? Ridiculous, ridiculous, stupid, no good uh investigations from no good swamp donkey democrats like eric fartwell anyway the department of interior inspector general decided no exonerated trump of any wrongdoings with the clearing of lafayette park when trump strolled out of that white house like the boss that he is with generals behind him with with uh people from the doj behind him walking out remember that picture where he's just walking down all by himself up front you know the same kind of picture you've seen when he was walking into north korea all by himself Joe Biden can't even say North Korea without messing around. North, North Korea, folks. North Korea. I was, folks, folks, I was flying to North Korea. And I was the true national depression. 
sure that I should have, uh, anyway, anyway. So anyway, of course, President Trump, ladies and gentlemen, um, you know, by the way, he was going out there to see the damage that BLM and Antifa caused. You know that, right? The idea that is Antifa and Black Lives Matter. So President Trump puts out a statement. I'll gladly read that right now for you. And those who like to put thumbs down on YouTube, maybe you can share this video to all your... Well, I won't even go there. How about that? I'll give you a pass on this one. <coughs> President Trump says, thank, thank you to the Department of Interior Inspector General for completely and totally exonerating me in the clearing of Lafayette Park. As we have said all along, and it was backed up in today's highly detailed and professionally written report, our fine park police made the decision to clear the park to allow a contractor to safely install anti-scale fencing to protect from Antifa rioters. The Democrats should know all about putting up, you know, fencing, you know, for to keep people out. They should know all about that. Radical BM, uh, BLM protesters and other violent demonstrators who were causing chaos and death to our cities. In this instant, they tried burning down the church the day before the clearing. Fortunately, we were there to stop the fire from spreading, spreading beyond the basement. And it was our great honor and privilege to do so. Again, thank you, Inspector General. How many times do these ignorant swamp donkeys have to lose before they realize we're not going to beat him? How many times? How many times are we going to witness the same kind of slaughtering over and over and over again? They cannot beat him. They will never beat him. And you're going to see the same kind of uh, exoneration and same kind of vindication every time, when it, whether it comes to uh, therapeutics like hydroxychloroquine, whether it comes to exoneration from Lafayette Park, whether it comes from his taxes, or even as it pertains to the 2020 debacle that we called an election. Now, speaking of that, that's a perfect segue, folks, to get right into the update that's going on in Arizona and Michigan. Again... Just like before, you might want to take a little bit of a slurp from your coffee because we're about to get heavy. And no, we are not talking about the uh, three pallets that remain. Nope. Larry from YouTube says, you can't beat God. And boy, Larry, if that isn't a true statement, I don't know what is. Anyway, let's talk about Arizona and Michigan. It is being reported by OAN journalists on the ground there that substantially less, and that is in quotes, because that was, a, that, was a, that was the exact words that they used, substantially less than the 2.1 million ballots due to the large discrepancies between the number of ballots listed and the number of ballots actually counted. Think about that. Think about that. There's 2.1 million ballots that are supposedly supposed to be counted. Okay? We now know from OAN journalists that are there, and I trust OAN, this is not like a New York Times, you know, um, s uh, statement that's going out that we find out three days later is completely wrong because, you know, OAN doesn't lie. OAN says that substantially less than the 2.1 million ballots were actually counted due to the large discrepancies between the number of ballots listed and the number of ballots actually counted. Some boxes are missing up to 20% of the ballots in Arizona right now with the only with the three pallets left OAN is saying 
that some of the boxes are even missing up to 20% of the ballots. So, so far, six delegations have made their way to Arizona in an effort to see the blueprint that they're using in order for them to go ahead and do the same kind and mirror that exact same uh, procedure in their states. And those six states to date are PA, Georgia, Colorado, um, Virginia, Nevada, and I can't even read my own writing, but it looks like Alabama. Don't know why they would be the ones there, but anyway. Uh, Alabama, Virginia, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Georgia, and Colorado are the six states that have visited Arizona to see the blueprint in which and how they do things there. But the that's just the beginning, folks. That is just the beginning. All right. When you, I cannot wait to see what comes, the final report that comes from this forensic audit done by Cyber Ninjas from Florida. I cannot wait. Because if OAN is reporting that there's already up to 20% of the ballots missing, yes, you're right, Mary, Alaska. Not Alabama, it's Alaska. I'm sorry. You are 100% right. Thank you very much for correcting me there when I couldn't even read my own writing. Alaska. So it's just beginning, folks. And when when we find out what the actual tally was in Arizona... You, I don't know if I'd want to be on the uh, the team that currently resides in the White House and sniffs children and talks about cockroaches and kids sitting on their laps. I think I'd rather be on the side of the guy that talks about making America great again, putting America first, and putting the Constitution first. Mary Ann on Rumble says. I think some of the states that didn't want to go through with the audits are now super excited about it. I agree. We're in unknown um, territory. We are in uncharted waters here, and courage is contagious, and once one person or one city, one state sees another doing what they've wanted to do, then it gives them the courage to do so. And this is why Bannon has been saying it. This is why I've been saying it. This is why so many people with a platform have been saying, courage is contagious. Let's keep it up. Let's keep it up. Let's keep it up. Sheila Serino, originally from Italy, says that I'm fired because I got that state wrong. Well, let's go ahead and say it then. You're fired. (laughs) Thank you for keeping me honest and keeping me straight. That's why I love you guys. All right, ladies and gentlemen, moving on to Michigan now. We all know who Matt DiPerno is by now, right? Matt DiPerno was the guy who um, basically showed the world what happened in Antrim County. Then came back just a couple weeks ago, and said exactly how they were doing it with the backdating, taking the ballots and backdating them back to November 3rd. Well, Matt DiPerno now has released another big bombshell. And by the way, you know what Matt DiPerno is going to get? Let's just go ahead and roll it. Matt DiPerno is going to get the Smarty Award of the Day, not only for his persistence... But for his intelligence, for his intelligence as well, okay? Um, Matt DiPerno drops another bombshell, says that the Antrim County machines were logged into remotely on November 5th, which is two days after the election, at 5.55 p.m., and again on November 17th at 5.16 p.m. So he's got the exact dates and the exact times ladies and gentlemen, that these machines were logged into remotely. That's the key word, 
Hold on. The reason why those dates are so significant, other than the fact that we were able to even uh, pinpoint time and date of these machines being remotely logged into, the other significance of those dates is they correspond directly to the dates that the county and the Secretary of State were trying to correct the, in, the, uh, in, the internal computer problems that subverted the election. This all done remotely. But I said remember that word remotely because we were told this entire time that these machines had no capability to be able to be hooked up to the Internet. Not hardwired and not remotely. Matt DiPerno has debunked that. Guess who else debunked that real time? Javon Hutton Pulitzer while he was down in, uh, in Georgia. He debunked it real time. So we already knew that anyway. But the fact of the matter is that now Matt DiPerno has the time and the dates that these machines were logged into. Far beyond the election. And why were they logged into? Because as soon as they were logged into, it gave whoever logged into them. And, 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 and I guarantee you Mike Lindell's people know who it was. Because they know all the traffic that was going in and out. So once you get all these, all these different people's information, piece, pieces of information together, you're going to see it come together like a big puzzle and you're going to go, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. So anyway, when, when whoever it was who logged into these machines on November 5th and on November 17th at 5.55 p.m. and at 5.16 p.m., when they logged in and then once they logged out, it gave them, it gave them far more um, ability in the system than anybody thought that they could have and so what matt DePerno is 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 uncovering here in antrim county he is saying that just because of this alone just because of the fact that they were hooked up to or somebody remote um remote logged in on those dates and times that antrim county should be completely disqualified and secretary of state benson in michigan should either be impeached right away and removed or resign because every bit of that goes against everything that they told us. That is a complete cover-up. That is a complete lie. These machines were logged into when they said they weren't supposed to be able to have been logged into. And they were logged into all the way up to November 17th, which is two weeks past the election. Folks, I'm telling you, you put it all together, Mike Lindell, Arizona, Cyber Ninjas, Matt DiPerno, um, uh, all of them. You put all their stuff together and you're going to see something unlike the world has ever seen before. Not to say it's never happened before, but we're going to expose it and the world's going to see something they've never seen before. Amanda Chase said today that Virginia would be audited. I'm so glad I'm in Virginia. Yeah, I agree. I've, I, I think that Virginia will be audited as well. Amanda Collins says, NBAT never get a bet against Trump. And you know what? Since she's saying NBAT, that reminds me. There's another lady who has a business right on my America Strong page by the name of Kind Embroidery. And she will also give you a percentage off if you order from her store the NBA Never Bet Against Trump hats. And I believe her code is the Hip Hop Patriot, if I'm not mistaken. But JP Mom on Rumble says decertify. You are 100% correct. Decertify. And Susan Miller on YouTube says prayer for the truth. That the, pr the truth will prevail. Exactly. 100%. Alright folks. We are going to... <laughs> you wait till you hear this. This is going to make you mad. Let's go ahead and cue that beautiful music for the Dumb Dumb Award. Who's going to get the Dumb Dumb Award today? Well, same person who gets it almost every day, folks. So disappointing. 
So disappointing. Resident Corn Pop gets... Well, not only Resident Corn Pop, folks, but Resident Corn Pop and his elite band of puppeteers that work his body and his mouth like a Sesame Street character every single day, all of them get the Dum Dum Award because they have put out a statement that said that they will now rely on foreigners... Listen up, this is huge news. They will now rely on foreigners to decide which individuals and which groups are granted asylum in the United States of America. These groups will decide who gets to live in the U.S. and who does not. Think about that. The White House has asked six humanitarian groups to help with the immigration crisis at the southern border. The names of these groups are not yet revealed except for the International Rescue Committee. Others are a London-based Save the Children organization and two U.S.-based organizations that have yet to be named. Hmm, probably BLM and Antifa. Also, two Mexican-based organizations that have not been named, probably the cartel. And then some Institute for Women in Migration that is not U.S.-based. So out of the six humanitarian groups, four of them are not even based in the United States. And the Biden administration is going to use these groups to decide who gets to claim asylum and who does not. Who gets to come into the United States and who does not. If that is not illegal at the highest level, I don't know what is, you guys. I don't know what is. These what they're doing is they're trying to they're trying to make us like the UN. They're trying to give they're trying to globalize the United States of America. That's really what it all comes down to, folks. They're trying to globalize the United States of America. And the more they can chip away, the more they can chip away by letting other countries, international uh, committees and international groups in to actually have a say so in our policy, the more they globalize us and the more that we just write everything else off. It's kind of like taking away your rights. They chip away at them. Well, this way, they're chipping away to, to allow international groups and international companies and corporate, um, corporate facilities to come in and actually have a say so about United States policy. How do they get away with it? I don't know. How do we stop it? Well, I don't want to say. I don't want to say because I might get another at my door. Don't worry, though, folks. You can't beat God, and we got God on our side. You cannot beat God, and we got God on our side. All we have to do is continue doing what we're doing. Every one of us plays a role. Just like in the body of Christ, there's a role for everybody. There's a role for everybody here. This is my role. I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. You guys keep doing what you're doing. And in the end, it'll all work out. But you needed to know that. You needed to know that was happening. And I will keep you updated on exactly what happens next. All right, folks, moving on. We're going to talk about somebody I do not want to talk about. But we kind of got to. And that is <laughs> Liz Cheney. I know. I know. Boo. That would be another example of, as you say, Fake news. You know why? Fake news. <laughs> That's why. Anyway, Liz Cheney, who was recently ousted as third in control in the Republican Party, couldn't stay gone for long, could she? She had to get some attention somewhere, didn't she? So we're going to go ahead and we're going to give the second dumb dumb award of the day to Representative Liz Cheney. That's right, from her warmongering family and her father, Dick Cheney. 
you get the second Dumb Dumb Award, and you go, that's going in the rhino bucket. It's about time we throw something in the rhino bucket, right? Well, this is why. I'm going to go ahead and read something to you. And for those who are watching on Rumble, you guys are lucky because you get to see what I'm pulling up on my screen. For those who you are on YouTube, you'll just have to hear me talk. Here we go. Crazy Liz Cheney has not made enough headlines lately. So she spouted off to former Obama campaign manager David Axelrod, of all people, right, on the X-Files on Monday. The unhinged former GOP House leader was ousted from her position as third most powerful Republican in the United States House of Representatives. After her six months of smearing President Trump and his voters, Cheney was finally removed from her post. Only took six months. But Liz needs the attention, and spouted off on the Axe file that Trump is like the Chinese communists and says, what a screwball. Representative Cheney, of, of Wyoming, by the way, so you guys know what to do in Wyoming, is comparing President Trump's election claims to those of the Chinese Communist Party, concluding, quote, it's very dangerous and damaging. When you listen to Donald Trump talk now, this is, her, this is what she's saying, this is a quote, when you hear the language he's using now, it is essentially the same thing that is coming from the Chinese Communist Party. For example, um, for example, says about the United States and our democracy, Cheney said on the Axe Files podcast, which was released on Monday, when he says that our system doesn't work, when he suggests that it's, you know, that it's, you know, incapable of conveying the will of the people, you know, that somehow it's failed. Those are the same things that the Chinese Communist government say about us. Cheney continued, it's very dangerous and damaging, and it's not true. Hey, Liz Cheney, in the famous words of Ron Reagan, okay, and also, which you did get fired, Liz Cheney is trying to do the same thing that Chris Wallace is trying to do. Chris Wallace is trying to do the same thing that Don Lemon and Chris Cuomo and Rachel Maddow are trying to do. And my question to you is, if anybody that you know was trying to do the same things as Rachel Maddow, Don Lemon, uh, Chris Cuomo, Morning Joe, and all of those folks, the Young Turks, would you believe what they're saying? Or would you say, wow, you're just another kook, another rhino, and I'm not listening to a word you're saying? It sounds to me an awful lot like Liz Cheney does not want the results of these audits that are coming from Arizona, Georgia, Pennsylvania, Michigan, and others. And the reason she does not want them is because it will show her worst nightmare, that President Trump wins, and you were involved in making sure that he didn't. That's what I think happened, and that's why I think she's so anti-Trump. But I think she's so far into it now, she can't do anything else. Right now, she's literally trying to save face. Because she has nothing else to do. She can't turn back and go, she can't flip the script and go back to what she, you know, trying to be a Republican again. She can't do that. She can't pull in Nikki Haley and say, I'm sorry, will you be on my team now? Nobody wants to hear that. God's Wolf on Rumble says, I hope Trump spanks them all when he comes back. <laughs> and D Love Life One on Rumble says, Liz Cheney is out of her mind. Alicia White has said she's just another nutcase. And Angie Pargiello on YouTube says praying for Trump's speedy return. And Livio says reveal the steal. Hashtag reveal the steal. God bless. You guys know what's going on. 
Alright, now this next story that I'm going to talk to you about happens and comes to us from the state of Texas. Now, I love Texas. I love everything about Texas, at least everything that I seen while I was there. Now, there are liberal sections of Texas, you know, like the bigger cities. But Texas is a massive state. This story comes to us from Houston, Texas. A hospital in Houston, Texas called the Houston Methodist System. For all of you who are out there watching from Texas right now, whether you're watching live or whether you're watching the recorded version later or whether you're listening on the podcast, whether you're listening on iHeartRadio or RSS or Radio Play or Google Play, wherever you're listening to this or watching this, if you are from Texas, and especially if you are from Houston, please let me know if you know this hospital. Houston Methodist System. Apparently it's a group of hospitals. They informed... Their nearly 25,000 employees on April 1st of this year that they all had till June 7th to get the Fauci virus vax or be fired. June 7th was two days ago, ladies and gentlemen. Okay? I'm looking at your comments on both uh, Rumble and YouTube. I don't see anybody from Houston, Texas yet, but I'll keep looking. Anyway, Houston Methodist System... Systems gave their employees from April 1st until June 7th, 25,000 employees that they had to either get the Fauci virus vax or they were fired. Well, June 7th came and went two days ago. Almost every single one of those employees were forced to or be fired go and get jabbed from Fauci's virus. However, one... 178 strong-willed, determined, freedom-loving, you are not going to tell me to do to my body what I don't want to do with it. My body, my choice, brave, courageous individuals. 178 out of 25,000. Leanne J. says, Houston, it's true, but there are lawsuits. And I imagine there would be. 178 people decided they were not going to take it. And 178 people were fired. So, ladies and gentlemen, she spoke of lawsuits. Let's talk about that. I am having more and more people message me every day that this is happening to them. What do they do? What do, they, what do I suggest that they do? Well, this is a David and Goliath situation, folks. This is a David and Goliath situation. You have two choices. Actually, you have three choices. The one choice is that you can go ahead and go get it. I wouldn't, but that's up to you to decide. The second choice is to say, all right, fire me. Go ahead and fire me. I'll go on unemployment. Whatever, I'm out of here. I'm not going to take it. And the third choice is to actually go and talk to an attorney. Spend whatever, you know, spend a few hundred dollars to consult with an attorney or a firm. Most of them will, will give you a, a consultation fee that's not that much. Okay? And I know all of us don't have money. I get it. We don't have the money to be buying lawyers. I get that 100%. But, but if it means that much to you, you can scrape enough money, enough for a consultation fee, and try to call the best lawyer in your state. Sit down and talk to your lawyer or, or whoever it is that you're giving this consultation fee to about what your options are when it comes to this, especially something that is so experimental. Then go ahead and, and take the next step based on what that attorney tells you. I am not an attorney. I'm also not sure of what your laws are in your state. But I guarantee you that if you spend a little bit of money 
to get a consultation with a great lawyer or a great firm, you'll get some kind of, um, you'll get some good information that you can take forward, and I guarantee you that they can't fire you in the end for not taking something that's experimental. I guarantee you. I would say, fight it, spend that money, talk to an attorney, and some consult consultations are free, ladies and gentlemen. Some are free. And you got a lot of lawyers clamoring around this entire thing right now, waiting for something really bad to happen so they can get a class action lawsuit against one of these companies, or waiting for people's rights to be violated so they can jump on there. I guarantee you lawyers would definitely hear your case if it relates to this situation that we're talking about right here. Okay? Um, somebody says, howdy from behind the Iron Curtain in Canada. Yeah, you guys got it rough up there. You guys got it rough up there, for sure. The other thing that you might want to do is get America's frontline doctors and maybe even Dr. Stella and others to, to, to uh, basically consult with. So you consult with doctors who actually know what they're doing and consult with lawyers who actually know what they're doing. And I guarantee you that you can win. Or just go somewhere else and work. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're right about that. You're right about that. All right. Sometimes I have some stories that I want to talk to you guys about. I put them in the bottom scrolling text. By the way, there's a lot of information in that bottom scrolling text. And I've come to the uh, realization that not a lot of people actually read it. But down there, there's a lot of information that you can definitely use, okay? And some of it will benefit you. Anyway, um, yesterday I put that the Bush family was involved with the CCP, monetarily, financially. And I did not get to get to that, I did not get to that story. And somebody actually emailed me and called me out on it and said, hey, what's up with that? You were going to explain the, the, uh, the Bush family's ties to the CCP and you never did. Did they get to you? No, they didn't get to me. I just didn't have time. So I skipped over that one. So I'm going to go back to it today. So for those that are watching on Rumble, I will pull it up on the screen. Here we go. Bush family nonprofit $5 million deal with China Influence Group. Okay, so those of you watching on YouTube, just you'll just have to listen to me read it. Okay, for those of you watching on Rumble, you can see it on your screen now. A nonprofit affiliated with the late former President George H.W. Bush agreed to accept a $5 million, $5 million from a policy group at the center of China's U.S. influence efforts. And this comes from Axios. Why it matters? As tensions escalate between the U.S. and China, leaders with the George H.W. Bush Foundation for U.S.-China relations have sounded off for closer ties. And while criticizing Beijing, in some cases, have towed China's line on some major geopolitical issues. Let's see what they're saying. Bush China Foundation spokesperson Leslie Reagan confirmed the authenticity of the agreement but stressed that the CUE or CUSEF's funding has no effect on its policy work. Okay? I'm going to move down to the details section of this. The grant, dated September 19, 2019, and signed by both parties, calls for uh, SUSIF to donate $1 million a year to the Bush China Foundation from tw uh, 2019 through 2023. Okay? So... I could read all this to you. It's on Axios. If you go to Axios and you look up 
um, the Bush family nonprofit. It's it'll, it'll give you all the information that you need. But basically, without me reading the entire thing, the Bush family and their nonprofit organization through the Bush Foundation is working very closely with the CCP, um, a, a group that's affiliated with the CCP, in order to funnel five million dollars from 2019 through 2023. And as tensions grow between our two countries, especially with what Mike Lindell's putting out, what President Trump found out, and much, much more, you got the Bush family getting closer and spending millions of dollars back and forth with each other, funneling it back and forth. I never, ever, ever, ever was a Bush family fan. And the only one, the one and only time, and you've heard me say this before, folks, the one and only time you've ever heard me say that I actually respected George W. Bush was when he stood on the rubble. Whether he had something to do with it or not, the speech that he gave where he said, America hears you, and pretty soon the people that did this, they're going to hear you too, and the whole world's going to hear you. That was President Bush's crowning achievement right there was that speech. Other than that, deep state, deep state, deep state. And guess who has ties to the Bush family? Cheney's. And guess who Cheney has for a daughter? Liz Cheney. And guess who she's one of best friends with? Mitt Romney. You're starting to see birds of a feather flock together. Paul Ryan, Mitt Romney, Adam Kinzinger, Susan Collins, the Rhinos. They all work together and they all work with the Bush family. And all these dynasty families have major deals with communist countries. Look at the Bidens. Look at the Bidens. Look what they did with Ukraine. I mean, come on, man. (laughs) I can't wait to see them all go. And guys, you might not have any faith in this. Because of our justice system and because of our, uh, our court systems, and I get it, I 100% get it, but I've said it from the beginning and I won't stop shouting this from the rooftop, rooftops. You cannot beat God. Ever. Never. Now I want to end the show with something that a lot of you have probably already seen, and this was another video that I was going to show, but I skipped over because I wanted to get to some other things. This is actually going to be, this was, I found this on Rumble, but a lot of you have already seen this. Now, you've seen some moms out there really start taking school boards to task, right, for what they're doing to their children. What I really love about this video that I'm about to show you, and for those of you on YouTube, you'll be able to hear the clip. This mom not only takes this school board to task, but challenges them by saying, I'm retired. Bring it, because I got nothing else to do but basically fight you. So, without further ado... Watch this mom be courageous and stand up to the school board over what they're doing to her kids and many other kids in this city. Here we go. These educators put their own names out there. We have Mr. Barry, who took it upon himself with Miss Cyrus to create a curriculum. That should be it. Do you want the proof? I have the proof. You created a curriculum of Black Panther indoctrination. You use taxpayers' dollars. One more time. I I have no issue hearing what you have to say. Why why can we not let the public speak? Why can't we let the public know that you're teaching our children to go out and murder our police officers? Do you want the proof? I have the proof. Is that what scares you, the proof? That a parent actually standing up against all of you? Is that what scares you, to call out the names of these people? You work for me. I work for you. You have a duty. We are entrusting our children to you. We teach our children morals, values, when they grow up to commit crimes and end up in prison and kill a police officer. It's our fault. 
No, it's your fault. You're emotionally abusing our children and mentally abusing them. You're demoralizing them by teaching them communist values. This is still America, ma'am. And as long as I'm standing here on this good ground earth of God, I will fight. And I'm not, this is not the last of me you will see. I'm retired. I have nothing else better to do. <laughs> we can do it peacefully or we can take it to the highest courts because you know and I know I'm not the only parent fighting us all across America right now. Schools are trying to poison our children's minds, teaching them about things that they have no right to be taught in school. Boom. So, so normally, no, I'm just going to listen to the school board lady just now. Give you just a feedback from With me. her mask on, by the way. I have no problem having a peaceful discussion. This is not a peaceful discussion. No, that's your opinion. See, here we go again. This is peaceful. To me, this is peaceful. Well, I'm not burning, looting, and murdering. Oh! This is peaceful. Oh, what's she saying? I'm not burning, looting, and murdering. What is that acronym for what she just said? B-L-M. I'm not burning, looting, and murdering. And she says... This is not peaceful. And then the lady says, no, 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 that's your opinion. This is peaceful. This is peaceful. And that's what I love about, like, mama bears like that and people that are willing to stand up and say, you know what? I don't care what you, 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 and your elitist, pompous personalities with your four masks on your face, I don't care what any of you have to say. You're here to listen to what I have to say. I'm the one in charge here. I'm the one with the mic and you're going to hear what I have to say. And there better be some action behind what I have to say on your part, or else you're going to see a lot more of me. You're going to hear a lot more of me. And since courage is contagious, you're going to see a lot more people doing exactly what I'm doing. This is standing up. This is what he meant by the best is yet to come. All of us getting our eyes opened, getting in gear, getting off our butts, and pitching in to do whatever it is that we can do wherever it is that we live, to ultimately do what? Make America great again. Can I get an amen? Ladies and gentlemen, that is going to conclude tonight's show right here on Live from America from the Live Free or Die state of New Hampshire. I want to encourage all of you to always go to JeremyHarrell.com. Always make sure you read that scrolling text at the bottom of the screen. There's a lot of important stuff there, and there's a lot of important stuff and updates on JeremyHarrell.com. And if you can, please consider becoming a monthly donor. And remember, folks, there are right ways and there are wrong ways. But there is only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep that chest out, and keep your head up high like Mama Bear did. Because you are a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I will see you tomorrow, 11 a.m. Eastern Time, for more Live from America, with your host, Jeremy Harrell, the Hip Hop Patriot. God bless you, thank you for watching, please share the video, and I'll have the recorded versions up on Clout Hub and Rumble for all of you to share in just a little while. Thank you for your loyalty. Thank you for your dedication. Thank you for your patriotism. God bless you. I love you. See you later.
never, never stop screaming that we first in America.